0: If you are struggling with retroactive jealousy, unfortunately, chances are good that you're lying to yourself on at least one and probably several levels. You're probably telling yourself maybe half a dozen little lies each and every day. You're probably buying into false narratives that the retroactive jealousy demon is constructing in your brain that don't reflect reality, that aren't real. And all of these false narratives are actually feeding your anxiety, feeding your brain's subconscious threat response, which is really what retroactive jealousy is, and are hindering your progress for weeks, months, maybe even years at a time. There are many lies we tell ourselves when we're struggling with retroactive jealousy. In today's video, I'm going to share what I believe is the number one lie that retroactive jealousy sufferers tell themselves at least once a day. My name is Zachary Stockhill from RetroactiveJealousy.com and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy, overcome obsessive jealousy, and often save their relationships. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one or you'd like more information about my work, please visit my website at RetroactiveJealousy.com. When we're in the thick of retroactive jealousy, when we're in the midst of a really intense trigger attack or something else triggers our anxiety, or we are suddenly reminded of some little element from our partner's past that seems to haunt us day and night, when we're in the thick of it, it can be all too easy to completely lose perspective on the situation, to lose track of what's real, what's not, what is a genuine red flag, what is not, what my partner actually thinks and feels and wants, and what is pure fantasy that I'm creating in my head. It's so easy to lose perspective, especially if we've been struggling with retroactive jealousy for many months, years, or in some cases, even decades. It's very likely that our brain is accustomed to certain thought patterns, certain destructive, negative, painful cycles of faulty logic and false thinking, false consciousness false thoughts that aren't serving us, that aren't helping our recovery, and that are in fact holding us back again and again and again and again. And I believe it's an absolutely crucial mistake to adopt a victim mentality where you're a victim of your thoughts or you think they can't be escaped and you think that thoughts are always representative of true reality of what's actually going on. I'm not saying that retroactive jealousy isn't incredibly painful, incredibly frustrating, all the rest. You've probably been watching my videos for a while, maybe you read my book, maybe you took my online course. I understand, I'm a retroactive jealousy survivor, I've been doing this work for many years, I get it. What I'm saying is, if you accept the victim mentality, if you just assume that thoughts are inescapable and you'll always feel this way, you're gonna keep suffering over and over and over and over again. Overcoming retroactive jealousy requires what I call relentless optimism. Optimism in the face of all lost hope. Optimism, even if you really don't feel like being optimistic. Optimism, if even hearing me say that kind of ticks you off and you think, Zach, you don't get it. I've been struggling with this for years. I've heard it all, my friend, if that's the way you feel. I've been coaching one-on-one retroactive jealousy sufferers for a long time now. I've had hundreds and hundreds of calls men and women from all over the world, and I have heard the worst stories you can possibly imagine. And I mean that. As I often tell people, I've heard every retroactive jealousy story that you can possibly imagine, and more than a few that you can't. I've seen the worst cases, I mean the worst cases, make remarkable changes in as little as two weeks This is possible. And so that brings me to the topic of today's video, which I covered a moment ago, which I alluded to a moment ago. I believe the number one lie that retroactive jealousy sufferers tell themselves, usually on a daily basis, and I know I did this back when I was struggling with retroactive jealousy myself, the number one lie is I'm always gonna feel this way. There never will be any change. I'm never gonna work past this. You know, The way that I think about my partner's past today is the way that I'm gonna think about my partner's past forever. There's no escape. I'm always going to feel this way. The way I'm feeling in this moment is the way I'm always going to feel about this issue. Our present state feels inescapable when in reality the only thing we know for sure about life, literally the only thing we know for sure, is that change is inevitable. This is one of the Buddha's great insights that the nature of life, the nature of reality is change. So we do ourselves and others a disservice when we cling too much to certain emotions or certain negative emotions or certain states of being, when we feel locked in to certain patterns or certain habits or certain states of being. The only thing we know for sure is that change is a constant. And by the way, you know, I, I think that I have a tendency of kind of falling into this negative, uh, ridiculous thought pattern, particularly when I'm sick. <laughs> I mean, physically ill. So I'm a guy, I'm very productive, I'm very active. I love you know, getting lots of work done and staying busy and pursuing my hobbies and all the rest. And if I have a day where I'm feeling sick, let's say I've got a horrible cold or something, or more recently I've been dealing with some severe allergy attacks, which are no fun. If I have a day like that, on some level, I'll realize that I'm thinking in the back of my head, I'm always gonna feel like this. this what if I feel like this tomorrow and the day after? And what if this doesn't change? What if I always feel this way, right? I completely lose perspective on the fact If I take some medication, if I get a good sleep, if I eat well, you know, if I stay away from the wine and I drink lots of water and all the things that help us to get better to to cure physically, if I do everything I need to do, I am going to get past this. This state is not forever. I'm having a bad day. I don't have a bad life. I'm having a bad hour. I'm not having a bad day. This is kind of the dark side. Of staying present i mean if you've been watching my channel for a while if you've been following my stuff for a while you know that i'm big on mindfulness meditation embracing the power of the present moment and really doing our best to stay present and stay grounded because it's so useful and it can be so calming this is kind of the twisted sister (laughs) of this way of being being present can be great it's absolutely essential to live a good life i really mean that but in certain moments certain challenging moments being too present can actually be a hindrance to our recovery, to our bouncing back from this bad hour or that bad day or that negative thought cycle. Again, when I talk about relentless optimism, this is what I'm talking about, you know. I feel bad right now. I'm not going to feel bad tomorrow. I'm not going to feel bad in an hour from now. And crucially, I have options. I've been watching Zach's course or I've taken his course or read his guidebook or whatever or I've found other people on YouTube who are helpful. I'm gathering resources, I'm gathering information. I have options. To change my state. To do some crucial redirecting activities to completely reverse the thought in your brain. To do a new guided meditation or mindfulness practice. To do a new journaling practice. Endless, endless options. You know. Maintain your awareness of the state of change. Don't think that you're a victim of any certain one moment or that you're always going to feel a certain way. Because the only thing we know for sure in life is that life is change. You're not always going to feel this way. It will get better. It will. And try to remember this, when you're going through your darkest moments, when you're going through those dark nights of the soul, when it feels like all hope has been lost and you're never gonna get past this. Because you can and you will if you just take the necessary steps. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.